Right. Uh, welcome to Fazlifts episode five. This is all about the placebo effect. Right. So thank you for joining me. Um, I've actually written down some bullet points for this one. Um, so I'll be interested to hear whether this turns out better or worse than previous podcasts uh, with, with a little bit of structure. Normally I just sort of free flow. So interested to see how it goes um but i've been wanting to do this podcast for quite a while because it's it's very relevant um to bodybuilding it's very relevant to fitness in general it's very relevant just to the average gen pop person who's looking at getting a boost uh, and is looking to supplements to provide that boost so today is all about the placebo effects uh i'm going to be sharing with you my thoughts on why i why my default stance on the supplement industry and new supplements is one of skepticism and why yours should be too. Uh, I'm going to cover a, a four-step process on why I believe and how I believe the supplement industry thrives. Um, and then, yeah, I've got a couple of studies to, to talk through with you, uh, which are really interesting. So let's get started. Um, so firstly, um, why am I so suspicious of the supplement industry well this, this is why and this is why i think you should be too supplement industry is a, it's a roughly 25 billion dollar industry um turns over that much and i've i've watched products come and go over the last 20 years i've watched the same people struggle with their body weight um their body image um and i've watched the turnover of people who you look at who just in general look at fitness trying at the edge with supplementation and in general most of the supplements have turned out to be, I can safely say over the last 20 years, probably 95% of the supplements which were sold have turned out to be just absolutely useless um, and have just burnt a hole in the wallets of people buying them. Now, I remember, I remember 20 years ago, things like, uh, so if some of the older guys and girls remember this, uh, do you remember Google Strands? I think that's how you pronounce it. It was supposed to be increase your thyroid to the point where weight would just kind of fall off you. Uh, I remember this being described to me um, at, a, at a health and fitness shop in town when I was like, I don't know, 20, 19, 20. And the guy was just saying, yeah, your fat's just going to fall off you. It literally it was what he was saying. Like, your fat's going to melt off you. It's going to fall off you with this product. Um, and it was something like £50 uh, a month for this for this product, which um, it's not even, you know, it's, it was that bad. Like it was that pointless. It was that useless. It's not even sold anymore. <laughs> and, and I, there are tons of products like that, um, which aren't even sold anymore because they're so ridiculous um, and so pointless that just nobody's fooled anymore. And there are dozens and dozens of those types of products, which have just fallen by the wayside over the years because they were always useless but they were all touted as being amazing to begin with. Uh, and people spent money on them. You know, somebody out there made millions on, you know, these products like Google Strands. Somebody out there made millions, but they're so, so, so somebody out there is sitting on millions that they've made from these products, which are just total shit. Um, I just don't work. So just let that sink in for a second. So that, that feeds a little bit into my skepticism. So, one of the things that I put out there recently um, on Facebook, I was asked a question about um, CBD oil. And uh, somebody was interested in saying, well, you know, let's look at some of the other benefits, all that kind of stuff. And I wrote a fairly long post detailing the, the, 
sort of a four-step process on how I think the supplement industry thrives. Um, and so this is, this is what I said. Point number one, you get a study which comes out saying a new product, like these Google strengths, it says that it has some sort of beneficial effect. It might be a minuscule beneficial effect, but some sort of beneficial effect. And usually it's in some sort of extreme population, like the elderly, the starving, or the diseased. Some sort of population which has no relevance to your average guy or girl who lives a healthy lifestyle and trains four to six days a week. Okay. Second point is the media picks up on this and they start talking about it. And it's usually overblown. So the the effect size is overblown and it usually comes out with new supplement cures this or this. Okay. Third thing that happens is a supplement company then decides to take advantage of this, take advantage of you essentially. And it comes out with a product supporting this for, for the general population of bodybuilders. So they're supporting this new supplement, saying it's going to have a great effect on you. you are a, you're in the healthy population of people who go to the gym um, and are, are relatively healthy for the most part. And so we have this situation here where the original study um, was based on a different population. So extreme population, like the elderly starving disease, this supplement company comes out and says it's going to benefit you. That's the third step. Then the fourth step, we see ambassadors appear on social media purporting the benefits. And they're like, yeah, great. You know, this product like CBD oil, it has a fantastic effect. I sleep better, all that kind of stuff. And these guys are also prone to the placebo effect. So in those four basic points, that is how the supplement industry has thrived all these years. Firstly, misinterpreted studies. And secondly, the placebo effect. That basically sums up how people are able to make tons of money in the supplement industry and rip you guys off, essentially. That's what they're doing. And I, I wanted to word it in that way to say rip you guys off because I really want to place the emphasis here on the, and, and to move away from the idea that the supplement industry is there to help you. It's not. Okay? It's not. It's not there to help you at all. It's there to make money off you. And their track record over the last 20 years has been to make money off you from products that generally don't work. So pretty much everything apart from protein, creatine, caffeine, and maybe one or two other supplements, pretty much everything aside from those are a bust. Uh, and as I say, there are dozens of supplements which I heard of back when I first started lifting, which aren't even on the market now because they're just so bad and they've been debunked so hard. Um, it's interesting to see the backlash at BCAAs recently as well. We've seen some robust research which shows that BCAAs are just pretty much pointless. Uh, and people are just starting to see that now. And I, I'm quite hopeful that with that type of research coming out, people will start to become more skeptical. But unfortunately, that's not, that's not the case just yet. I shared um, something about CBD oil recently on my uh, Instagram. And uh, that got a lot of backlash. Got a lot of backlash. Uh, and... Uh, I suppose it didn't really surprise me. <laughs> I had a message from a, a client of mine, Jack, if you're listening, um, who said, you know, let's prepare to, we're going to prepare to ruffle some feathers with this, uh, with this CBD post, which I thought was quite funny, but it, but yeah, I got, I got quite a lot of backlash on that. And, and it did seem the overwhelming number of people had seen one or two studies or whatever. And, and the general feeling was we're going to approach this, positively you know we're going to take the stance the default stance that yeah this stuff works rather than the default stance that you know you're going to be skeptical about it and uh i just am baffled as to why people take that stance for the supplement industry when it's blatantly there to make money off you uh and it and it's just had such a 
such a bad sort of reputation over the last 20 years uh, just because that's that's all they're there for they're there to make money off you from from dubious products so I mean, another interesting thing is you, the majority of people who, you know, maybe not majority, but a fair few people, a certain subset of people who really, really believe in the, in the fitness, the supplement industry uh, and believe in some of the more wacky things out there. Like, you know, there's, there's, there's feet pads, which people are using now to like, pull toxins from their skin. <laughs> so it's, it's the most ridiculous idea I've ever heard. But it's basically a, a color-changing fabric, essentially, that's put on your feet. And uh, overnight, as you sweat, the, the, the pad sort of changes color from uh, no color to then what it looks like to be something dirty. Um, it looks like to be sort of muddy and, and soiled and stuff. And that's apparently the toxins <laughs> coming out of your feet. It's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. And, and you know, people will trust that over, like, the pharmaceutical industry. Uh, trust that over doctors. Now, I'm not saying... The pharmaceutical industry got all the answers, but at least the pharmaceutical industry has done things to help the world. Like, you know, that's we don't have diseases that we had a hundred years ago because big pharma has basically eliminated those. We have a much higher quality of food and products now because you know the processes that we use to farm, are, you know, have have fixed them. Uh, not again, not saying those are perfect, but there are there have been actual tangible benefits. And certainly when, when you look at sort of diseases which were common 100 years ago, we've all but wiped those out now, uh, thanks to vaccines and stuff like that. So you can say what you like about the big, you know, the pharmaceutical industry and perhaps sure a lot of people are making a lot of money off it. But the, the bottom line is there, there, are, there have been some tangible benefits. Now, when you look at the supplement industry for the last 20, 30 years, there's been fuck all, basically. Um, and they've just ripped a lot of people of a lot of money. So it baffles me when I get these comments, like the latest one of CBD oil, when people are actually defending it and taking the stance that, well, it's got to be good for something, right? Uh, I mean, I even heard someone said to me once that BCAs give them a buzz. <laughs> it's just the most ridiculous thing I've heard in my life. I mean, it's not, it's not even on the label that BCAs are supposed to give you a, a buzz. So it's just, it's, it's, it never ceases to surprise me. So anyway, talk a little bit about why I'm so suspicious of the supplement industry, sort of the four-step process and why it thrives, and why some people trust the supplement industry over the pharmaceutical industry. Now, what I wanted to do was share with you, because this, this podcast is supposed to be about placebo effect, um, I wanted to share with you a couple of articles to do with the placebo effect and just emphasize how powerful they are. Um, so these articles, uh, these studies uh, were brought to my attention about three years ago from my coach, uh, Chess Rockwell. And uh, they're from original, um, from a summary by Greg Knuckles. So that's, that's kind of how I've heard of him. So the first one, here we go. The first one is from Magnaris Constantinos Collins, uh, David Sharp and Martin, 2000. It's entitled, Expectancy Effects and Strength Training. Do Steroids Make a Difference? Now, I've got a summary which uh, Greg wrote. I'm going to go through this and uh, just talk you through it. So in this one, the researchers were in a perfect position to study the placebo effect. The researchers were coaching a powerlifting team, and uh, 11 members of the powerlifting team asked, have asked their coaches about using steroids. Presumably, they trust their coaches. So when the coaches told the lifters they were providing them with fast-acting steroids, the lifters were like, great, and they bought it, hook, line, and sinker. Their coaches actually gave them sugar pills, telling them they were steroids. Then they maxed out on the squat bench and deadlift. 
Now, before I tell you what happened, it's important to note that these guys were all nationally ranked powerlifters. They were beasts. Like they weren't they weren't messed. They weren't your average guy on the street, has a good session here, has a bad session there. These guys were going at it hard. You know, they wanted it. Average body weight was roughly 85 kilos. Maxes were about 250 squat, just over 200 bench and 260 deadlift. I'm assuming this was done in gear, uh, you know, um, powerlifting suits. But regardless, they were strong. When they maxed thinking they were on steroids, every single one of them hit PRs between five to 12 and a half to even more uh, on their lifts. After that, they trained for two more weeks, continuing to think they were on steroids. And during that time, they all said they had great sessions. They were lifting more weights, got more reps, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. Then they were told to max again. However, before they did that, the coaches, the researchers put a twist on it. Six of them were allowed to continue believing they were on steroids. Five of them were told they'd been on a placebo the entire time. And this is what gets really interesting. The group that continued to believe they were on steroids and they maxed and they all achieved pretty much the same level as they did two weeks ago. So they maintained that level of effort within two weeks. The group that they were informed they'd been on placebo the entire time, they absolutely tanked. They could not replicate the maxes that they did two weeks prior. Even when they knew full well when they did those maxes, they weren't on steroids. So they knew the entire time they were on placebo. And they made those lifts, those big lifts, while they were natural. But they still couldn't replicate it. How crazy is that? So that, that one study gives you a, an insight into just how powerful the placebo effect is. These guys were told they were on, on steroids. They did perform so much better. Then they were told they were never on steroids and they just, they just could never replicate that level of performance. It's amazing how, how powerful the mind is. There's a second article here as well. Um, and this one's, this one's probably more interesting. Um, so the researchers told 15 trained athletes they could get their hands on some free steroids. Um, these guys were decently strong. They had like three-plate squat and bench, roughly two-plate uh, press. Um, they trained for seven weeks uh, with the promise that whoever made the best strength gains in seven weeks would get these free steroids. So the guys trained natural for seven weeks, and they added some poundage onto their you know, PRs for the, the bench, press, uh, and the squat. Then six of the participants were selected at random to take part in the steroid trial. They were told they'd be given some Dianabol. So it's a oral steroid. They trained for another four weeks thinking they were on drugs. In just four weeks, they put a combined total of 100 pounds on those same four lifts. So 100 pounds instead of 22 in four weeks instead of seven, simply because they thought they were on steroids. Now that is the power of placebo. So if we sum this all up, you have a supplement industry who is designed to pull money from you who's designed to make money from you by feeding you a whole bunch of advertising with sponsors, ambassadors, and everything, telling you that this new product, which they can sell to you for a low fee of 50 to 100 pounds per month, is going to be the key to your strength, your mass, your leanness, your inflammation levels, God knows what else. That's what this supplement industry is telling you. Us on the one hand. On the second hand, you have the human body, the power of placebo of the human mind, could, which, can, which can make you add you know, lots to your lifts, which can make you believe 
that you're performing at a better level than you are, which can make you pretty leave and feel pretty much everything. So when you get an effect from this supplement because you believe in it, and you're going to believe in it because you're monetarily involved, like no one spends 50 pounds on CBD oil if they're like, well, I don't really think it's going to work, but I just feel like wasting 50 pounds today. No one's going to do that, right? If you're monetarily involved, you're going to, and then the product is there for 50 to 100 pounds or whatever it is, and you spend that amount of money on it, odds are you're spending that amount of money on it, believing it's going to do something, right? I think we can we can all agree on that. So whether it actually has an effect or not, at that stage, because you believe in it so much, because you're monetarily involved, the placebo effect takes into kicks into gear, and there we have it. That is how the supplement industry thrives, and that is how they are ripping you off. Uh, and I wanted to say it like that, <laughs> ripping you off, because I want to emphasize that that's what they're doing. They're, they're making money off you for supplements which are provably useless. So going back to my original point, this is why my default stance, my default stance on new supplements is to be skeptical. Not to be, oh great, research is fantastic. XYZ bodybuilder promotes it as well. Let's buy it because he's an honest guy. He may well be an honest guy, but he's not um, immune to the power of placebo either. Okay, so I'm not saying that all the ambassadors are full of shit and all that kind of stuff. What I'm saying is that people are prone to placebo. That's basically how and why uh, uh, the supplement industry thrives. And that's why I'm generally so skeptical of supplements. So the ones which I feel have got some sort of value is protein, creatine, caffeine's pretty good. But aside from that, there just isn't enough robust research on the majority of other things to indicate that they actually do something other than give you a placebo effect. So you might argue, well, okay, Faz, they might not actually do anything, but I feel they do, so I'm going to carry on doing it. And that's a reasonable argument to make, I guess. Like if you're happy spending you know, money, like 50 to 100 pounds or 200 pounds on a supplement, which you know isn't really doing anything, but you're going to take it because you kind of believe it will give you a placebo effect, then fine. If you're, if you're morally okay with that, that's okay. If you can justify that in your head, that's, that's absolutely fine. Uh, I would say there's probably better things to do with that money. Like, I'm assuming, you know, Phil Heath isn't listening to this for tips from Faz Lifts on how to improve his performance, but you're just the, the, you're listening, you're the average guy or girl on the street, you've got a partner, possibly family, pets, all that kind of stuff. I would say a more useful use of your money is probably something like go book your, all of you guys into a, uh, a spa for the weekend. You know? uh, perhaps you and your spouse go get some massages. That's definitely going to have a difference. The big difference is hire yourself a coach. If you're young, you don't have time to waste, hire yourself a coach. No, take advantage. Soak up all that experience that your coach has so you don't have to waste that time in the, in the years that count. That's a good one to do. Um, go out for dinner, you know, do something like that. Just go out for dinner uh, more often, you know, an extra once or twice a month because you've saved that money. Or frankly, just to give you the peace of mind, just put the money in the bank. So you could argue, sure, that even with the placebo effect, it's useful. But I would argue, I would say, look, instead of just sitting there spending money on crap and being, and being happy to be fooled, and happy to be in the dark just because you get a performance effect, why don't you do something with the money that's actually going to give you a performance effect, like get a massage, go out for dinner, go to a spa, you know, get a, 
you have a nice relaxing weekend away, something along those lines, stuff which is going to make an actual difference. That's my argument. Right. Um, I think I've covered pretty much everything. So why I'm so suspicious of the supplement industry, why you should be too. Four-step process to why supplement industry thrives. And then talking through these uh, very powerful placebo studies. And there's a ton out there. If you just look on PubMed for placebo studies, there's a ton out there. Um, and hopefully that's impressed upon you the, the point that you shouldn't, you, your, your default stance for new supplements should be one of skepticism and not one of trusting um, the, the obvious sort of claims that people are giving, no matter how trustworthy the ambassadors uh, for this new product are. Right. I am going to call it there. This is actually the second time filming this. They filmed it the first time and they didn't record. <laughs> it sucks. Um, I did this with a, I did this with a bullet points actually for the first time ever. I'm hoping it, it made a difference. I'm hoping it made it better. I'd be interested to hear what people have to say about that. So, um, yeah, that's my little take on the placebo effect. Hopefully that was useful. Um, I'm going to go upload this now and, uh, yeah, I'll see you all next time.